Super Talk Mississippi media production. Kickstart your adventure now with a new Gud Golf Cart from Country Carts of Brookhaven. Gud Golf Carts are assembled right here in Mississippi with the best features around. And best of all, they're street legal. Country Carts of Brookhaven, 401 Highway 51 South, phone 601-748-0454. Welcome in, everybody, to the Rebel Report. I'm Michael Borky. Always glad that you are with me on day two of college football free agency. It is here. The portal is open. Bunch of players, gosh, hundreds uh, approaching a thousand players have entered the transfer portal for now. Which, by the way, real quick, that is skewed a little bit. Now, the it is chaos. It is absolutely chaos. I, last I saw, there was almost five hundred scholarship Division One players in the transfer portal. So that that's a staggering number. That's a big deal. But a lot of the Chaos, or at least the perceived chaos around the transfer portal, uh, is because uh, there's one publication in particular that makes a big deal out of literally every single player in college football that hits the portal. Fifth string running backs that don't play at all are getting the gigantic breaking with sirens. This player hits the portal. There's a lot of walk ons and never played in there as well. So it's chaotic, don't get me wrong, but. You know, and we'll go through Ole Miss's uh, departures here in one second. It's chaotic. It's crazy. Some people don't like it. Frankly, I kind of find it interesting. But either way, uh, I understand why some people don't like it for sure. But it is not as bad as it looks because, again, there are plenty of never plays and walk-ons that are in the portal that um, weren't playing or weren't significant at their current school. But still, it is free agency, and we are going to talk about that today. Again, my name is Michael Borky. Follow me on Twitter, Facebook, or YouTube. Follow on Twitter, like on Facebook, subscribe on YouTube at Michael Borky, B-O-R-K-E-Y, and wherever you get your podcasts. Search for this one, Rebel Report. I would recommend Spotify, but whichever one you, you want to listen to, find this one. Leave a rating and a review if you like what you hear. Don't listen in browser. That's an that's old school way of doing it. Find your podcast app. And uh, search for this one there. So the portal has been open for one day, literally one day. So uh, Ole Miss has not yet taken from the portal. Um, Understandably so. Again, it's just been open for a day. I I assume they're going to be quite active in the transfer portal. But haven't added a player yet. They have lost some. We'll get to who they've lost in a second. So far for Ole Miss, though, um, nobody impactful. Now, that might change. There's a chance that an impact, a true impact player uh, hits the portal. It's happened to other schools. The quarterback names that have hit the transfer portal uh, over the last 24 hours, are, in some cases, are kind of surprising. You know, these are starters, established starters at some places that are still hitting the portal and going elsewhere. And I'll actually, I'll start with that. So what I'm going to do is, it talk about some needs where I think that Ole Miss is going to be heavily focused on in the transfer portal, um, and then tell you who has has hit it from from the school. That's what we'll do today. Quarterback is not priority one for Ole Miss. It's not priority five for Ole Miss, but they still need to add one, and only really because of uh, of a numbers game. I actually brought up the name Mike Wright from Vanderbilt on the radio show yesterday. Um, and that was more of a, if he doesn't like 
his options with, I believe, two years of eligibility left um, might not be a bad spot for him uh, to come in and be a backup to Dart. And then if Dart leaves for the NFL, has a chance to win the job, learn under Lane Kiffin, whatever. But either way, uh, Ole Miss has a very similar situation to last season. Now you have an established starting quarterback, so it's a little bit easier to stomach. But last year, Ole Miss needed to add a quarterback. There were people, uh, very few people, but there were people uh, that that do media in this state that were talking about how mad the current quarterback on the Ole Miss roster should have been when they were portal shopping. It's a very odd way of looking at it when the most important position on the field Uh, You can't rely on one unproven player. If you can get another unproven player and they can battle it out, that makes more sense for the long-term health of your program. And sure enough, we'll miss upgraded by going into the transfer portal for a quarterback last year. I go on the radio. I've said twice now, two separate days, that Mississippi State needs to go in the portal and look for quarterbacks because, yes, they have an established starter in Will Rogers, and that's great, but it's the most important position on the field. If you can add talent, add talent. Every other position on the field, people encourage, praise their coaches for trying to upgrade talent. But yet, when you talk about quarterback, people start crying about loyalty. doesn't make any sense to me at all. But in this case, there, there's nobody that I've seen in the portal that like is an upgrade in talent over Jackson Dart. But it's a numbers game, just like last year. You only had Altmaier in dent on scholarship on your roster. You needed another quarterback on your roster, regardless of who it was or how talented they were. Same thing this year. I think that uh, it's it's pretty obvious that Ole Miss needs to add another quarterback because as it sits right now, I mean, Kincaid Dent went through senior day stuff and Luke Altmaier's gone. He hit the portal. So Ole, Ole Miss, as it stands would only have two scholarship quarterbacks for 2023. You cannot do that. You have got to add another one somewhere. Um, My reasoning for looking at Mike Wright was just, you know, make a phone call, right? I'm sure he's going to have options to be a starter somewhere. But if for whatever reason those options aren't good, having a a guy like him with SEC experience who's who's more of a a runner, a kind of a change of pace guy, you know, in your quarterback room for a year before he grad transfers out or or maybe – you know, fights for the starting job after Dart leaves. That kind of guy is out there, and Ole Miss needs to sign them. So somebody that, you know, doesn't expect to play in 2023, uh, maybe somebody that's frankly just kind of happy you know, holding a clipboard or or somebody that's got some eligibility left that would come in and uh, simply they need a body in that room. So quarterback is actually a position that I think they need to add in the transfer portal or or another recruit, I suppose. But going into a season with two scholarship quarterbacks is not really a great idea. Uh, but more specifically, they need wide receiver help. Uh, presumably losing Malik Heath and Jonathan Mingo. You know, Watkins returns. He's been okay, but that position group was very disappointing this year. I imagine they're going to add multiple uh, wide receivers. Uh, that is priority one, in my opinion, for Ole Miss uh, on offense. I'm not really going out on a limb there. Uh, they, they need wide receiver help. Uh, they need it badly because that that group really underwhelmed last year. Uh, I expect them to also go into the offensive line portal. Um, you know, the rushing numbers were really good. The sack numbers were really good. But there's a reason that they encouraged uh, the offensive line coach to move on 
Uh, Auburn, by the way, the official destination there. Sounds like Ole Miss is closing in on his replacement. We'll talk about that when that becomes official. But uh, they need offensive line help. They need to get better there. Uh, despite the numbers, I think you guys watched the same thing I did. It was not good enough. They need to get better on the offensive line. And then everybody's talking about tight end because Michael Trigg was suspended from the program. Who knows what that means for his long-term future, but either way, uh, definitely has been disappointing so far and his uh, very short time at Ole Miss needs to uh, – rating the tea leaves sounds like some growing up needs to happen for sure. Casey Kelly's having – or has had, I believe, uh, some offseason surgery that could possibly end his football career. Ole Miss needs tight end help. And there's a, a few of them out there. You know, uh, Jaheim Bell from South Carolina is is an option that Ole Miss people are, are really big fans of. He, he's a big-time athlete and a playmaker, and they could use him you know, for sure. Uh, there's a handful of others as well that have hit the portal. I assume Ole Miss is going to be heavily, 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 heavily recruiting uh, tight end because having an impact tight end would help them a lot in the red zone, obviously. That, that's been an issue for Ole Miss. Uh, would, would open up that offense a lot. When Lane Kiffin has an effective tight end, uh, his offense really – uh, can be effective. Without one, we've seen it kind of gets bogged down, especially down in the red zone. So they're going to recruit tight ends heavily. Um, so pretty much every position <laughs> uh, on the offensive side, offensive line, wide receiver, tight end, those are more uh, immediate needs, but they do need to add a quarterback for uh, for sure. Um, and there, there's some interesting stuff about the running back position. So they still have Bentley, um, unless he hits the portal himself, trying to find a place that will play him more. There's talk about Zach Evans possibly returning. I don't know how realistic that is, uh, but there there is talk out there about Zach Evans possibly returning to Ole Miss, signing an NIL deal, trying to re- improve his draft stock. We'll see if that comes to fruition. That would surprise me uh, because of his injury history and you know the nature of the NFL and the nature of football. That you know if he returns to Ole Miss and then blows out his knee. Uh, you know, you you would rather be in the league when that happens. But either way, there are some people talking about that. But between Judkins and Bentley, I, I don't know if portal running back is is something that they desperately need. Uh, if they added another high school back, which I know they're recruiting some, uh, that might be enough. So I don't know if that's a, des- a position of desperate need. But I assume they're going to look at them because they're going to they're going to look at basically everybody. Um, on the defensive side, they need a linebacker in the worst way. Uh, I, I assume based on um, the volume of linebackers in the portal, they're definitely going to add one, but they need one desperately. Uh, I think in the secondary, they'll be looking because they'll look at every position, but generally speaking, it doesn't feel like it's as desperate as linebacker. And they need defensive line help as well. Not deep enough there on that spot. And they've lost some, although – that they didn't really play. They've lost some depth on uh, on that side as well. If I had to rank them for whatever it's worth in terms of importance, it's actually a good question I asked myself earlier. How would I rank them? So I think offensive line, linebacker, tight end, defensive line, wide receiver. Offensive line, linebacker, defensive line, tight end, wide receiver. 
They're all important, though. And that, that's the thing about this is saying all of that, if that made any sense, uh, Ole Miss is going to look basically at every position to add. Some are more important than others. But they're still they still have a really solid foundation, which should make this year's Ole Miss fan feeling to the transfer portal not be so bad. Because, one, they haven't lost impact guys. They return a bunch. Um, they, they can afford to be picky in some spots here. I, I'm really curious about Mississippi State's Ra Ra Thomas. Apparently, Ole Miss is, you know, interested, if nothing else. Uh, the, the word out of Mississippi State is he was asking for, from them, a very large NIL deal, one that is rumored to be approaching that of what Judkins makes. And I don't know if he is worth that. He's a good receiver. He's a capable receiver. Got a bit of a drop problem. But but I don't know if Ole Miss needs to overspend for somebody like him. But either way, uh, you are entering the portal from a position of relative strength, I think. You're solid at quarterback. You're returning a, an exceptional running back. The wide receiver room um, – Leaves a lot to be desired, but at least you're not losing everybody. I think Watkins can end up being a pretty good player for Ole Miss, and he's back. And um, It feels different when you're not desperate. And, and Ole Miss has positions of, of high importance, but this doesn't strike me as they need to sign 20 guys in the portal or else they're going to suck next year kind of thing. If that makes sense, I hope it does. I think that they they need to get guys because it's how you build rosters now, but it's not as dire as it is for other programs around college football. Uh, It's a new coach, so it's a little bit different, but Auburn is desperate in the transfer portal. They might have to overspend even to make sure that they get certain guys. Ole Miss is not that way. Um, I I don't think they'll necessarily have to quote-unquote overspend um, because they do come at this from a position of relative strength compared to some other programs, if that makes sense. Anyway, the podcast is brought to you by LB's just across from Kroger on University Avenue in Oxford. Uh, it's the best place in the state to get your meat. They also have daily lunch specials Monday through Friday during the lunch hour. So if you don't feel like doing the cooking, they will do the cooking for you. When you go tell Greg or any of the good people there that I sent you, they'll hook you up again, just across from Kroger. On University Avenue in Oxford, the best place in this state to get your meat. The podcast is also brought to you by Vantage Business Systems. ABSMS.com is the website. If you or your business are located anywhere inside of the state of Mississippi and you are in the market for office technology, they have got you covered. If you tell them I sent you, you'll get a complimentary office technology assessment. So you tell them what you need, what your budget is, and they will find a solution for you on me. So they've got anything from copiers and printers and mail machines to phone systems, cloud storage, data security. Basically, if it's technology in the office, Vantage Business Systems has you covered. ABSMS.com. So a handful of Ole Miss players has or have entered the transfer portal, none of which are impact players from this team, but I'll tell you who they are anyway. So uh, Tobias Braun, the offensive lineman, uh, Richard sophomore, he hit the transfer portal. Isaiah Woolard, uh, really good high school player. Um, we'll, we'll see where he ends up. I would love for, um, you know, somebody like my Furman Paladins to go after him. I think he'd be great at that level. 
Um, Derek Bermudez, uh, the uh, safety, is in the portal. Brandon Mack, the edge, is in the portal. Never really uh, got off the ground there. Couldn't really crack the rotation. Ole Miss doesn't play a lot of guys anyway, but either uh, either way. Um, Eric Kay, the offensive lineman, he's gone. Demon Clowney, uh, the edge. People had high hopes for him out of high school. Uh for whatever reason, couldn't crack this rotation. He's in the portal. Luke Altmeyer, obviously in the portal. Dennis Jackson entered the portal back in September, which ended up being a bad decision on his part. He really could have improved his stock, even if he was still going to transfer regardless, by sticking around. So uh, it's a handful of guys for Ole Miss. It's uh, simply put, this is necessary attrition that you need to efficiently roster build. Guys like this, even though you had high hopes for them, you know, developing, signing a class of 25 high school guys and keeping them around is just a thing of the past. High school players, young high school players are getting really, really bad advice. And if they don't play in their redshirt freshman year, then they're hitting the portal and they're going to have nowhere to go because everybody has redshirt freshmen that have barely played that also are trying to hit the portal. So a lot of these guys are getting bad advice, and it's a shame, really, that they're choosing not to stick around and, and develop. And, um, you know, you don't play for one year or two years. You just up and disappear. But if that's how it's going to be, then Ole Miss has to embrace that, and they are. This is the kind of necessary attrition you need if you're going to build a roster that's competitive in this era in the SEC. So, so far, depth pieces, no doubt. But uh, no impact players have left Ole Miss uh, as of right now in the transfer portal. So this is going to be the story. This is what it's going to be. They're going to look at basically every position group. Um, some, like I said before, more important than the others. But some of these guys that are entering the portal, it, it just kind of has to happen that way uh, to achieve the natural attrition needed to build a roster that's competitive in the SEC. So when they add guys, we'll talk about it in the meantime. It's here. Either embrace it or stop being a fan because I don't think this kind of stuff is uh, is going away anytime soon. So thank you guys for, for tuning in. I don't know if that's an update or what. That's just more of a laying the groundwork for future episodes of this. But uh, either way, we will uh, we'll talk about this ton, I'm sure, between now and when the portal closes. So... We'll see you guys again on Thursday, maybe with some news, offensive line coach news, possibly in some portal news between now and then. See you guys then. A Super Talk Mississippi media production.